Okay, Hever, wow. So we'll continue. We'll, we'll continue. I, I want to try to continue with the words of the continue with the words of the Ramchal. To continue with the words of the Ramchal. I'm not going to read all of the Ramchal, so I, I, maybe I won't continue with the words of the Ramchal. But again, everyone should learn. I remember hearing Rav Avram Shor once in a, in a summer, and I was like, I can't ask. I was wherever. And not wherever I worked and came past. And, it was a, and, and we went to a we went to a shear. We went to a shear. And all I remember from Rav Shor is talking about this memory. So every yid should memorize this. Like that. So I remember I have like this searing, you know, image in my mind of Joshua Kivoy. But betachlis, what's most important to know, and because Rabbi Nachman and the Ramchal in this Indian of Kivoy and Tikva are always, like any tzaddik throughout the generations. Rabbi Nachman says there's communication between tzaddikim from one generation to the next. Especially tzaddikim were makosha to the or of Geula, the Ramchal's or nifla remala of or ha-geula. Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach ben David, Moshe, that's koyla train mashiachin. And we know Rabbi Nachman, his Indian was the Indian of Hiskalis Mashiach. So Vada, there's this kashras here. Ramchal is talking about how how Hope is, is the only thing, it's the only thing, it's the only tool, it's the most significant tool, not only is it that, but it's the purpose of all tools, it's the purpose of everything, Hashem wants us to hope. But Rabbi Nachman comes along and says, okay, fine, fine, hope, tikva, that's, that's the most fundamental thing. But, but what happens, what, what's going to happen, says Rabbi Nachman, when there's a time in the world, you can imagine the Neshamos of the Tzadikim talking together, what's going to happen when there's a time in the world where it's not going to be simple to hold on to Kivoy? It's not going to be simple. Ah, the Rishonim say, Kaveh Hashem Yachlifu Koyach Kaveh Hashem. We already said it's not simple. Right? You have to double it all the time. You have to hope and then hope more and then hope towards hope, which is the secret of drinking coffee, Kaveh Hashem. Another cup, another cup. Maybe I'll wake up. We'll get there about why the Balatani on his deathbed. You know, he asked for one thing. He asked for a cup of coffee before Havdalah. That's it. Hashem. At the end of all things, it's Hashem. And and so Rabbi Nachman comes and says, "Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna fill in the space, Kaviyachol. Again, I'm gonna fill in the space in this imagining of of this Indian of Kivoy of of how to handle it, how to handle this truth from the bottom up. Ramchal, Rabbeinu Ramchal, you explained it from the top down. Kav Kivoy." You explained why things are difficult, I understand. But you spoke from a place of hope, where hope was a possibility. Hope was a, a likelihood. But what happens, says Rabbi Nachman, when hope appears to be an impossibility? What, what's Klai Yisrael going to do then? We have this, obviously, through Rabbi Nassim. Rabbi Nassim was the one amongst the Talmidei Rabbeinu. There were many Talmidim. Many Talmidim, Sadiqim Yisraeli Oilam. But the Indian by Rabbi Nassim seems to have also been his awareness that, whoa boy, this is not only for now. What I'm hearing right now is not only for now. There's going to come a time where this is going to be understood in a way that nobody can understand right now. That's what Rabbi Nassim understood. He says, Yesh mashu kan doros. There is something fear. Ad Rabbi Nachman comes to fill in that space of the nechama that a person has to find when they find themselves in that place of, of no hope. So, so Rabbi Nachman, again, this will be a, a Ketzira Sa'imer from my own humble opinion and understanding. But Rabbi Nachman has two Lashonos when it comes to, to hope or hopelessness or apparent hopelessness. 
before that, I mean, again, I, I, I don't want to fall into a trap of, you know, tangential, you know, pontification about what it means to feel hopelessness. We all know what hopelessness is, yeah, when we feel it. Yeah, like, okay, there's a lot of Torah on there, beautiful Torah, I could ramble. But hopelessness, we feel it, we feel it. And so there's two ways to react to hopelessness. There's two ways to react to hopelessness. And again, Halavai, it should be the easiest, it should be hopelessness over the most insignificant things. It should be silent and quick. So, so there's two things. There's Asur Lehit Hopelessness is forbidden. You're not allowed. And then there's another language of Ein Yeish Ba'ilam Klam. There's no such thing as hopelessness. These two Lashonos come up in the writings of Rabbi Nachman as well as in the writings of Rabbi Nassan and Talmudim. And so there's a kasha because on the one hand to say something is Asur so to prohibit something is to imply it's, it's availability, the possibility of doing that thing, right? The Torah doesn't come to Asr, that which is impossible, that's, that's Yaseros, that's an extra sense, that's a ridiculous thing. So the implication here is that hopelessness is a real thing. Ki'ilu, like this Indian of hope, yeah, but you could fall out of it, you could come to a place where you can't return from. You can fall to a place where it's impossible to get up from. And, and, and there were Yidin who authentically lived with that reality to a certain degree. Prior to the Hiskalis of the Baal Shem Tov, even though Be'emes La'amisa, there's never any place that a person can go away from Hashem, but there was Hasaga Sador, and Hasaga of Gili HaTorah in that door, and the Tzadikim of that door, that there was more of a Pacha, of a Yira, that I can I could fall out. I could fall out, and I'm not always secured in. I'm not, I'm not built in, I'm not baked in. It's still contingent on, on what I'm doing and how I'm doing it, or who I am, or what I was, or etc., etc. And, and, and there were Yidin who sacrificed, had to live in a world like that, where that was the Torah. That was what the Torah was saying, that there's, there's in and there's out. And, and it's usher to be Mityayish, because if you're Mityayish, if you let go and you find yourself in that place, uh, sorry. And, and Be'emes, you know, all the tzaddikim are always in on it. And, and because there's a need for us to learn how to feel momentarily, momentarily like hopelessness is a possibility. We have to momentarily in the most minimal imaginable way, we have to pretend we have to pretend that hopelessness is a real possibility not Khalila Vachas again, I'm talking about to realize Ein Oed Movado Ein Oed Movado, there is nothing that can ever get away from exactly what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants on every level and, and even to the best of our abilities, which is certainly not the case for anybody in this room because we're here, and that's made more than a million Edim that we're still with it with Talmud Abesht and, and, and that a person can try and run away in every imaginable place from, from the secret that there's no hopelessness whatsoever. And we can feel for, and, and come to realize that no, there's always hope. Because the second answer of Rabbi Nachman is once you've tasted even for a second that hopelessness, or maybe God forbid in your relative way a person has come to accept that hopelessness, that immovability, that stuckness. That stuckness, ki'ilu, there's a wall in front of me, ki'ilu, that there's something that yid can't do. And again, a person must always be mispalil for hishtava sadas, where I have to recognize what, what I can change in a given circumstance and what I can't change in a given circumstance. Bechira is a fundamental thing. Rambam came to say, I don't know how, I don't know why, I don't get it, you won't get it, certainly if I don't get it. But Bechira is fundamental, and we have to be aware. Ravi comes along, he's like, why, why say it then? Why say it then? But the secret of Yidim Bechira is in the Rambam and the Ravid. The Ravid speaks. 
the, the Rambam speaks, and the Ravid says he should have been silent because there's a secret of speech and silence at once, of chash and mal. So the Rambam is saying, yeah, the, the Ravid is saying be silent. But a person has to have Bakhira in every moment, and we have to refine our Nikudas HaBakhira. We have to identify our Nikudas HaBakhira. We have to let go of the Demyoinus that prevent us from even knowing what Bakhira might be. We have to believe we could emerge out of a mutva, out of a natural, habituated space. So the Chazanisha's Indian was the Iker Nikudah being Yid was like a little bit of Mesir's Nefesh to be a little bit differently than I feel naturally I want to be. That's it. There's nothing bad, there's nothing good. The only thing is Haznacha Sachayim Lazarim Hativi. The abandonment of myself to the natural proclivity of things. And, and, and when we fall into that place, when we fall into that place of what feels to be a little bit of hopelessness, comes along Rabbi Nachman and says, Ein shum yeish It doesn't exist. Hopelessness doesn't exist. There's no way away from Hashem. Im eisek shamayim shamata v'atziga shol hinecha. Im eisek shamayim shamata v'atziga shol hinecha. Up, down. In the halal, out of the halal, in the tzimtzum, not the tzimtzum. Something, nothing, everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere, there is nothing. Even in hopelessness. Even in hopelessness, there's hope. That's what, so, the stira is as follows, sorry. The stira is that the iser on yeyosh implies that hopelessness is a reality. Then the recognition that hopelessness is not a reality tells us that hopelessness doesn't exist. And the secret is that once a person feels that momentary lapse into hopelessness and then comes in the next moment or in that moment to realize that no, there's no hopelessness, in that moment I've drawn hope into hopelessness itself and I've transformed even more territory for the Rabbi Mishlele. Every descent into a momentary feeling that I can't is simply another symptom to allow me to draw down more kav, more kivoy. Every yurida, every ounce of struggle in this world is another opportunity to be mitzapel Yeshua. Shevet Dan got a single bracha. And where's Shevet Dan? Shevet Dan was kicked out of the cloud because, because they were the ones who were ready to accept the feeling of being kicked out. Right? Shevet Dan was, they said, someone's got to fight the snake. Someone's got to fight this thing. We're willing to. We'll deafen ourselves like Hushim and Dan. We'll, we'll deafen, I, I won't feel it, but someone's got to do it. Ah, and once we're there, we'll, we'll help other people also. We're, we'll, we'll be Hashavah Saveda. Right, we'll be Meishev Avedos. And we're all Shevetan, the Tzadikim say. If Moshe Wolfson, Shlita, who should live and be well, Advi Asgoyel, is, 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 his whole Indian is to be Megala, the Indian of Shevetan. We're Shevetan, that's us. We're Dan on everything. We're making judgments every second. We're stuck in a world of Safek, of Dan this, Dan that. Is it this, is it that? I don't know. It's a lot of I'm in, I'm out. Am I good? Am I not good? Tzadok HaKohen apparently said that Dor Shakulo Chayev the Dor Shakulo Zakai isn't two stages but rather the same exact stage I'm Kulo Chayev and Kulo Zakai at once as Rav Kook describes in my Mahador and the Renachman comes and says from the very bottom from that place I've gone before you says Rabbi Nachman in the name of all of the Tzadikim I've gone to that place of hopelessness and I'm telling you there's no such thing as hopelessness it doesn't exist which means that Hope is a choice. That's what it means. That hope is a bechira. That I could be boicher betikva. I have to be boicher to have eyes of hope. I have to be boicher to have eyes that see the possibility of more in the limited experience that I have in this moment. Moreness. Oid ma'at. Oid ma'at. Oid ma'at. Oid ma'at. A little bit more. Oid. You don't need a lot because all you have to know is the secret of more. There's more. We overflow ourselves. 
we're more than what we are. The secret, as the Ramchal says, of, of Asher As, Asher Bara Lukim La'asos. Hashem wants Bechira. Which is exactly why the Ramchal says, why does Hashem want a Bechira? It's so difficult. Why is it like this? Does it have to be so hard? So the Ramchal says, Hashem is good. Everything is good. Take that as the first prerequisite of your mind, the Kamar Nareba, after being pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed by his son, the Damasak Eliezer, to teach him Kabbalah. He said no, and he kept pushing, and the Kamarna Rebbe said, come early, tomorrow. And he opened up Eitz Chaim Kadisha to Shah HaKlalim prior to the first Shah, and he says, Ki Hashem created the world to bestow good. And he repeated it over and over and over, and he closed the Eitz Chaim Kadisha, and he said to his son, Damasak Eliezer, this is the entirety of the thing, everything else is merely commentary. Everything else is commentary. It's good. Baruch Shalom Revaya how, why, in what way, I have no idea. Don't ask me details, it's a moon, I don't get it. But from that place, from that place, a person has to be ready. From that place of Dan, a person has to be ready to receive the bracha of Yeshuascha Kivisi Hashem. Yeshuascha Kivisi Hashem. Hashem, I yearn for your salvation. If I didn't have this natural stuckness of being done on this, done on that, should I go in? Can I go back into Gan Eden yet? It's here, it's there, it's not here, it's not there. It's one blade that appears like many blades. Am I in, am I out? As Rav Avram Abulafi, as and all the tzaddikim point out, it's an Indian of Dimyon. It's an Indian also, like the Rav was saying, in my own mind. It's the Ya, Na, Ya, Na, Nishkagangin, Gagangin, and Supremaisios. He wanted to go, he didn't want to go. Besof, lo halach. Besof, halach. Nishkagangin, Gagangin. I want to go, I don't want to go. He went, in the end he went and did his thing. And this Indian, this Indian of the Yeshua Kivisi Hashem is the Indian of Dan, it's the Indian of Mashiach Tzikenu, what Yaakov Avinu saw at that point was, was Shimshon Hagibor, the secret of being a Nazir, the secret of a person who utilizes their weakness to be transformed in a profound strength unimaginable to anything else. And only that strength of the Nazir has the capacity to destroy the klipa of the plishtim. The klipa of the plishtim is leitzan, it's not taking ourselves seriously, bachlal, not believing that we have the ability to bring Mashiach, that our kivoy is what the world has been waiting for for the 6,000 millennia and the billions of whatever it is. That our kivoy, in a generation, the Metzias is such that the only thing is kivoy. All there is is kivoy. What else am I supposed to do? Yudia is gone, Chachma is gone. Zak the Gra, the Helegagra says something very, very simple, powerful, and, and what I believe to be world changing. That when the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, the Jewish people died. The Jewish nation died. It died. And when the Jewish people were kicked out of Eretz Yisrael, they were buried. And when the Jewish people were attacked by nations of the world, by inner difficulty, outer difficulty, that was the decomposition of the body in the grave that is stung and, and, and struggles with different elements of experience. But what remained at least was the Kusta, the Chiyusta, it was the remaining remembrance of Kedusha, the Batei Knesseos and the Batei Medrashos and the Tzadikim. And even that went away from us. And now all that remains is the Hevle de Garme, that irreducible element of Chayus, of breath, of the Etzim Haluz, of Shal Shudis, of Moitzi Shabbos. That place, that place remains. That place remains. The Yeshua Kivisi Hashem means that Hashem, I'm yearning for your, I'm yearning for your redemption. I'm yearning for it. I know it. I know 
something is going to change. I know it's going to change. It always changes. I can have more amuna. Through my kivu, I have more amuna. All I can do is hope. All I have is tikva. All I have is the kedusha of a mikvah to start again, to take myself off and to put myself back on, to believe. And what's happening in the mikvah? The hope is happening in the mikvah. That's the transformation. To begin to understand why the waters of a mikvah purify would be to read every book available by all of the tzaddikim and then to forget it all and then to try it again and then to come to realize that all is said and done we know absolutely nothing we don't know anything so all we have is the tikvah we, we believe in mikvah we believe in, in Hashem I can change things change in an instant in each and every moment kivoy and as we're makavah to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we draw the kav further and further down. The Arizal Schus Yerganalenu says, in describing the creation of the world, that Hashem created a void of, of the birthplace of all forms of desire and struggle and difficulty and any conceivable feeling that is other than the infinite light of God. And in that, in that void, he, he put a kav, he put a little bit more light back in. Impossible concept to understand, a, a, a limited, unlimited thing. A finite infinite, or an infinite finite. The Raza de Nusa that the Balatanya describes in the name of Zayar Kadosh in Igris Chach, which is that it's a, it's a secret of faith because if you think about it, it, it's a paradox through and through, and that's the point. So all we have is Amuna. But in that place, in that place of Amuna, in, in Kivoy, in that place, the Geula arrives. The Kivoy is the Geula. The Kav comes back in. The Kav enters in. But the Arizal tells us the Kav doesn't go down to the bottom. The Kav stops. If the Kav went down to the bottom, everything would be returned back to things being equal. But the Kav doesn't go down to the bottom. There's always a space. There's up and there's down. There's right and there's wrong. There's this and there's that. There's I'm in or I'm out. No matter how much I try and fix it, there's still that feeling, that lagging feeling that I'm out. I'm not in. I'm, it's not me. It can't be me can't be me that brings Mashiach. It can't be us. We're still struggling with that Tumas Misa. We still feel that we're not Zeichet to Pesach, to redemption. And then what the Tzadikim say, the Rebbe Rashab quotes it in the name of Mikubalim, Yesh Mikubalim, and the Leshem Schuseganalinu brings it down in the 17th Klal and Sefer Aklalim, that in truth, that's only true right now, but, but the process is that the Kav is eventually going to come down to the bottom going to come down to the bottom. Which means to say that at that point the bottom is going to be revealed to be the top. The place where I thought that Hashem was absolutely not found is going to be revealed. The very place that Hashem's deepest expression is found. And that specifically in the dip into hopelessness I have the capacity to come to realize there's no greater generation to prove to Hashem that hopelessness doesn't exist. Because if it did we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here. There's no possibility. As the Vilnagon says, we're dead already. We died. Only the Etzamaluz remains. Only the Etzamaluz. We're being Metzapa at this point. We're dead already. We're Metzapa Yeshua. We're the impossibility of hope that continues to exist in spite of everything. And we're Metzapa to Yeshua. We're Metzapa to Yeshua Mamish, to Yeshua Srakivisi Hashem. The greatest Chiddush of the Geula that Yaakov Avinu wanted so badly to draw into the world was that he was seemingly wrong about it. He didn't get it right. Right? He thought it was Shimshon. He saw Baruch HaKodesh said it was going to be Shimshon. Because the secret, the, the Yismach Yisrael says, the secret of the secret of redemption is that one will fall and struggle with it. 
And there's going to come a time where Yaakov Avinu can't remember Geula. Kates was nistamimenu. The possibility of more, of, of being more, of breaking free, of stopping something, of moving forward, that, that's, that's lost. Yismach Yisrael says that that's the secret of Geula. Yaakov Avinu did reveal the secret of Geula. It's not that he wanted to and then he lost it. The secret of Geula is that even when you lose it, you're still in Geula. There's no out. There's nowhere out of it. There's nowhere out of it. Lamaladu, lamatadu, mizrachdu, maravdu. Do, do, do. It's Hashem. It's, it's, that's it. Einoin mavado mamish. Kipshuto. Simsum eno kipshuto. It's as simple as that. But Ezra's Hashem, a person draws the kav down. Every moment of, of spiritual survival and emotional survival and psychological survival and physical survival at this point in history is drawing the kav further down to tachtes akhalal to the point where the bottom is going to be revealed to be equal to the top in oilam hafuch ra'isi and it's going to be a bechina of the tishak liyom there's going to be a laughter of that last day of v'nahapaychu that the bottom is revealed to be the top asher yishlitu ayyudim heima b'sameyim the Jews transform their very enemies the things that block us from moving forward into the very stepping stone of moving forward as the Baal Shem Tov says uparo hikriv that the Ram to be in a generation of such, such it's not bad, it's it's thick, it's so thick, it's heavy. It's heavy, it's it's sluggish. And when we transform that, we're Zoicha to being makriv ourselves through everything. We could be gala, gula shlema, and, and it could be an ayin ba'ayin, a person can see ayin ba'ayin b'shuv Hashem, a person sees the return of HaKadosh Baruch Hu into a place where, where this world, this place of hopelessness, is transformed into simply another opportunity towards hope. It's another opportunity towards hope. The Ramchal wrote 515 tefillos, taktu tefillos, gematria v'aschana, like Moshe Rabbeinu davened 515 tefillos. Every single one of the tefillos ends with liyishuas chikivisi Hashem. Every single one of them. Liyishuas chikivisi Hashem. Ki liyishuas chikivinu kolayom. Ki is Rosh Tevos Kalev in Yeshua because the secret of tzipiyah to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like we started off with is to his kashas, to those who really hope. To those who really are mitzapa to gula, to tzaddikim, to the tzaddik and ourselves, to the belief that even though I'm just pretending, there are people in this world who are doing it for real. In every generation, there are people who are mamish doing it for real. And our job is to continue. Look, Hashem wants us to pretend that we're like Him, so we can pretend to be like the tzaddikim as well. As the Zayar Kadr says, that kuf, the kedusha, is the kuf of kuf, is to be a monkey. Why? Because the ben adam is nachshav as a kuf b'fnei ashkina. But a person is like a monkey, like an imitation in the in the face of the Shekhinah. And that's the Tachlis, that's where the Kedusha comes from. Hamelech is kuf, ba'adar. Kuf, laughter of a monkey who realizes that I'm somewhat intelligent here, I can pretend a lot here, but in the end of the day, like, what's a fork? Like, what, what is it? Quantum? That's our deepest wisdom has brought us to the deepest truth of like, what is this? What is it? Like, what is a table? That's what the Balatanya says at the end of his life when he asks for his coffee. I no longer see the ceiling. I see koyach apoyel dunifal. I see the fact that this world is mamish just a schoik ba'alma. It's at that point that the Balatanya gives over his famous last mimer of nefesh ashvela, where he says, Azoi, the ikr of being in this world is to be mavar sheker. Because I get it now. MS said, don't create the world. So Hashem said, sorry, MS, I'm going to throw you away. Which means that it's an oilu yusha'ina shalimus. 
which means that we can laugh, even if it's a little bit of a sheker with ourselves, not a lying to manipulate, God forbid, not with the hilchos of, of what that means and the psychological symptoms of what that means. I'm talking about to realize that sheker allows one to laugh a little bit with themselves, to be okay, to laugh a little bit, to be makave, to kav, to, to have kivoy, to drink a coffee. In the end, all there was for the Balatanya was hope. Be'ezrus Hashem, when we persist in our hope, HaKadosh Baruch is going to reveal the tachlis of all hope, which is Mashiach Tzidkenu. Mashiach Tzidkenu gives us the power to hope and to hope for more than Mashiach. Be'ezrus Hashem will be zoichet to learn to hope a little bit more, to extricate ourselves a little bit more, to, to breathe a little bit more, Be'ezrus Hashem. <laughs> Amen.